Welcome to Ascended Masters at Work Radio with your host, Shirlene Reeves, the world's business success coach and author of Selling Through Your Heart, empowering you to build relationships for financial freedom, where we focus on taking the right step-by-step actions towards generating a consistent business income. Listen in as Shirlene empowers small business owners on Ascended Masters at Work Radio, you'll discover the secrets to building an effective, income-generating business. Find the answers for selling your programs and products without rejection. Get the solutions for building a strong financial foundation. Coaching with Shirlene Reeves and her guests. How to develop integrated programs so compelling that your clients can't resist saying yes. Now, let's welcome your host, business success coach, Shirlene Reeves. friends. It's wonderful to be here with you today. We have a great program and we're going to start off with a little fireside chat because I really am looking forward to sharing some very important information with you. I have some great news. I was doing my meditation the other day and Spirit said to me, I think you should start teaching more about how people can work with each other and how they can do business together. And the other thing that they suggested is that I have a person who does channeling once a month that talks to us about what's going on in the economy or what's going on in the world and why we're experiencing these things. We've got volcanoes popping off. We have freezing rain on the big island. Who would think? I've never heard of such a thing and neither have the scientists. We have the strangest things going on. So I invited Maha Curry to come on the show and she's going to be talking to us once a month to let us know answers to the questions that you provide us. So I'm hoping that on our Facebook page, Ascended Masters at Work, that you'll post the questions that you would like to learn about. But I digress back to sharing some information with you about this and overcoming our fears. No one limits your growth but you, says Tom Hopkins. If you want to earn more, learn more. That means you'll work harder for a while, but that means you'll work longer for a while. But you'll be paid for your extra effort with enhanced earnings down the road. One of the biggest challenges we have is overcoming sales fears. The fear and anxiety that surfaces around sales can absolutely paralyze and doom your business. And many entrepreneurs are afraid of sales, but instinctually believe that bringing their mission and their message to the world is why they are participating here in Earth School. They push themselves so hard that they become ill, overworked, and physically hit bottom, no longer able to run. You know what I mean? Run! So many of them are flying hither and yon and speaking everywhere they can get a speaking opportunity, and they're getting sick. They're falling down. It's too difficult because someone has told them that they need to make a seven-figure income. And I'm going to give you a secret. You don't have to make a seven-figure income. You can make a six-figure income very happily and live very comfortably while still saving for the future. And there's other ways 
that you can save for the future too. You don't have to run yourself into the ground making a seven-figure income. So don't let people tell you that. Or if you know of people that are making a seven-figure income, sit down and have a chat with them and find out how their health is doing today, how overworked they are, and how little time they have for their family. There are many people in business who have enough modalities, credentials, knowledge, and experience to paper the walls, but they're searching for the answer to who they are, and they have no idea how to blend everything that they know and do into just one business. Do you have that problem? So many entrepreneurs are experiencing that problem. And the members of this group usually have searched for years and spent thousands of dollars looking for the answer to one most important question. With everything I know, how do I say what I do? Wow, that is a challenge. This one question is the platform for the next step in your business success. Without this answer, you will feel paralyzed with fear. After all, how can you sell what you do without the answer for who you are as a business? It's interesting because two clients recently came to me with one baseline question. I know so much that I don't know where to begin. Every time someone asks me what I do, a wave of fear washes over me and I don't know what to say. One client already spent over $10,000 on her quest with absolutely no results. The other had been working with two coaches for six months, but she still hadn't found the answer. Both clients were about to give up when we started working together. It took no longer than two hours of one-on-one work to discover and create each one's business identity. And today, they feel a sense of peace and excitement while stepping forward confidently into positioning their business and interacting with potential clients. These and many other clients say that now, when potential clients ask them what they do, it's easy to explain their business identity succinctly and confidently while putting their new relationship development into practice. What's important about the point I'm making here is that without intuition, I wouldn't have been able to support these clients to reach the answer that they were looking for. It's all about drawing it out of them when it comes to this kind of coaching. And intuition is what sincerely makes the difference. This brings me to our guest for today. A lot of what we do in business is intuition. So I thought I'd invite her on to talk to us. But I'll tell you one thing. She really loves talking about business and intuitive leadership. And we're going to expand it a bit today and talk about how to have a positive conversation. You might need to change your mindset first. And, you know, I talk a lot about that in my Selling Through Your Heart book. The whole first section is all about how to change your mindset. So I know she's really going to chime in on this. Now, she has a consulting business on intuitive leadership, intuitive business, and she's an accelerator coach, speaker, and best-selling author. Her name is Terry Wildman, and she works with socially conscious CEOs, small business owners, and leaders to take their business to the next level with speed, ease, and flow. Don't you love that? Speed, 
ease and flow. I really like the way that sounds. So she's been in business for about 40 years and had all kinds of experience with leadership. And that includes owning a manufacturing company, an image consulting company, and a leadership and holistic education center. And she has taught at universities and at a community college and her clients absolutely love her. They are entrepreneurs, bankers, government agencies, and even the Chamber of Commerce and believe it or not, the US military, which I'm sure needs to know how to have positive conversation. Let's welcome Terry Wildman to the show. Welcome, Terry. Thank you, Shalene. It's so nice to be here. Well, it's fun to have you. I, 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 your angels are always surrounding you, so I really, really love having you on the show. It's fabulous. Thank you. Yes, they're <laughs> always with me. My wonderful angels are constantly with me. Yeah, and that's what makes life worth living, let me tell you. All right, so I want to talk to you about why do we have to be intuitive about leadership? I love that question. Well, leaders are who are intuitive, are able to bring out the best in themselves and in their people. Mm -hmm. Folks who look at themselves as being leaders are often managed, and managers tend to work from a very practical and logical perspective. It's more about the rules of the road, what to do, what not to do. It's more of a left brain type focus. Whereas leadership is the emotional side of the house. And when you add intuition to leadership, and all of us have intuition, even the folks who say to me, oh, I'm not intuitive. I'll always find some place where they've been intuitive. We're born with their intuition. And to be able to add the insights that come through our intuition, and it's different for everyone, add that to how we lead, it adds an extra layer of credibility to our leadership and it gives us insights to really be the best that we can be in terms of communication, in terms of listening, and in terms of being heard. If you're looking at an intuitive perspective mm -hmm. as a leader, mm -hmm. are you saying that they have to be able to read people's mind to know what to say? <laughs> <laughs> I need oh, that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things about being a really good leader is understanding how people communicate. For example, it's about reading their body language, listening to their tone of voice. Okay, those are the two biggies. And once you do that, you listen to their words. And those three things give you lots of insight on how to speak that person's language. It's not about being psychic, so to speak. Not everybody has to be psychic. <laughs> but our intuitive gifts come in different, in, in different ways. Some people see images. We call that clairvoyance. Others hear words to guide them. That's clairaudience. Others feel, which is clairsentience. They feel a specific way, and others is claircognizant. They just know. So knowing how you get your information and then being able to read the person who's in front of you from a body language to the voice and words perspective, you integrate the two of them together. And it's a powerful combo to understand where the other person is coming from. Yeah, that's really interesting. If you are in front of the person, 
is how yes. you read their body language. But like we're doing just audio right now. That's right. Talking to somebody, I know we listen to the speed of their tone and what their inflections are, but that one piece, that body language piece is missing when you're doing an audio. So well, you can actually hear a person's body language via audio. Mm. And you may not be able to see it, but you can feel it. And it actually affects the way we speak and our words. So yes, the body language can actually come through. And you tune in more to the tone of words, the inflection, and the energy. Because if you don't see something, the other senses pick it up. Mm. That's a really good point, because I know people who are deaf or who are blind, they have a tremendous amount of sense in their other faculties. So you're Absolutely. saying we utilize those as if we were blind. Is that right? Absolutely. And when I used to, this business actually started 31 years ago when I was an image consultant. I still say this, this comment to the ladies specifically, always wear lipstick when you're going to be on video or on stage because people who are blind have very strong hearing and people who are deaf have very strong eyesight. And those of us who are gifted with both use both. Therefore, when you have the lipstick on, your lips are actually brighter and clear and people can hear you better. Mm, that's a really good point because I think we kind of read lips anyway, yeah. whether we're we, deaf or we're not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we do. So yes. wearing lipstick brings the lips in focus. It just makes it easier for the eyes to tune in to what the person is saying. Well, I'm always telling my celebrity guest experts that I train to make sure they have more, more, more lipstick. <laughs> oh, good. So we're on the same wavelength on that one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's never enough. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> no, kind of fun, huh? Mm -hmm. So why do you think people are afraid to listen to the intuitive hints or the little voice in the back of their mind that tells them what to do. Or they say, no, I'm not doing that. Because I'll tell you a little secret. This is how I ended up in San Felipe and Baja is because that's what I was told to do. Every time I do what I'm told to do, I say, I don't know why I want to live down there. My whole community's in San Diego and in Northern California. And here I am in San Felipe. But everything has turned out beautifully simply because I listened and took that step. A very big one, I might add. Yes, it, it is a very big one. And, and there are times that those of us, including, you know, including myself, and I'm sure you've been here, where the voices are so loud that we're just too scared to take that step. And it is about trust. Mm -hmm. It really is about trust. You know, when I wrote my last book, The Enchanted Boardroom, there's a segment in there about angels and business. Mm -hmm. And I knew it had to go into the book. I knew intuitively it had to go, to go into the book. I was feeling it, knowing it. But the fear was so intense for me. I was on my knees in my daughter's home in San Diego, actually, crying my eyes out because I was so scared. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a practical person. I'm going to have tomatoes thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> And I have a fun story about the tomatoes. And this is what I was thinking. I'm going to be writing this and people are going to think I'm a lunatic. But I've been working with angels. Oh my gosh. For decades, my angels have really been very, very clear for me. It was just a fear of being judged. It was the fear of not being taken seriously. 
it's the fear of hearing people's voices in my ears who's saying, oh, this is just such a bunch of bunk. None of this is true. And I've heard this. And again, it's about, you know, we as women, we work hard for our credibility. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of fighting for our credibility. Darn it, I am a practical woman. I am grounded with my two feet on the ground, just like you are, Shirley. Mm-hmm. Just like you. And when I don't listen to my intuition, it comes back on. Oh, I want to and talk about that in, when we come back. Would you mind? And I want to hear about the tomatoes too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back with you. Give us just a minute. And then we're going to find out about Terry and her tomatoes. Hi, this is your coach, Charlene Reeves. And I'm kind of wondering, are you tired of spinning your wheels at networking groups? I mean, I know you love them, but how much money are you making for the money that you're spending? Do you want to boost your sales and get out of your own backyard? Perhaps you'd like to generate a larger income and create a massive impact in the world. If you're concerned about market competition or meeting sales quotas or overcoming the anxiety of building a business that generates an income, then the knowledge and information in my new book, Selling Through Your Heart, will help you take your business to the next level so you can achieve all that you desire. In the pages in Selling Through Your Heart, I give you my tips and strategies and sales ideas utilized for 28 years. Every one of them has been tried and tested. I give you my million dollar secret for how I built my nationwide company with 23,000 people working under me. Wouldn't you love to know those secrets? Well, you can get them all in my new book, Selling Through Your Heart. This book is full of real-life insights, inspirational stories, and easily applied advice. Go to SellingThroughYourHeart.com and order your book today. Okay, here we are back again. I promised you you were going to hear the tomato story. So, Terry, let's hear it. Oh, the tomato story. Well, the book was published, The Enchanted Boardroom, Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. I had my book signing here in my, where I live in Newport, Rhode Island. It was at the uh, Middletown Barnes and Noble Mm -hmm. and set it all up and everything was wonderful. And I did not look through the camera lens of the videographer who attended. And when I got all the material back, I burst out laughing because I was standing giving my presentation with my flip chart to my right and up over my left was a big sign that said rotten tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Was that in all the video? It was in the whole video. (laughs) And you know rotten tomatoes, those are actually it's actually a good thing. You know when it comes to books. Uh, You know, the Rotten Tomato Award is actually a very, very good thing, but I couldn't believe it when I saw that on the video and went, "Uh Uh uh-huh, there we go. Angels, angels got back at me. (laughs) Well, you know what I find, Terry, is I'll get this little nagging thing in the back of my mind, and if I ignore it or I just say, I'm not doing that, then it gets louder. And then it'll go away for a while, and then it comes back very loud. And then I have to say, okay, 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 I get it. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then it just kind of goes away. It's like they wait to see if I get it done. (laughs) 
Well, I have a story around that very quickly. It uh -huh. was 31 years ago this happened. Uh, we were living in Alexandria, Virginia. We were about to move to Mayport, Florida. We're, we're a military family. And my daughter was 10 months old. My husband was finishing up school down in Florida. And we were leaving a friend at a Chinese restaurant. And I put my daughter in the car. And this was 31 years ago where the, the car seat, I had to put it in the front seat because it was a sports car. I had no other place to put it. Mm. So I put my daughter's car seat in the front seat. And it was, she was in nice and tight and everything was fine. And then I didn't put my seatbelt on. Mm. And I'm pulling the car out and I hear the words, put your seatbelt on. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm pulling out, and this is in Alexandria, Virginia. And it was, if you think it's busy now, you should, I mean, it was really, really busy 31 years ago. It's crazy now. So I can only imagine, uh, you can only imagine what it was like 31 years ago when I'm saying it was super, super busy. And I pulled out into the traffic and I heard, put your seatbelt on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on your seatbelt. <laughs> and I put my seatbelt on. I'm like, okay, okay, got it. And I put my seatbelt on. And not three minutes later, I was at a light and the light turned green and I went forward. Next thing I know, I'm in the middle of the intersection. It was a six lane intersection. I had been hit by a drunk driver. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, so that's the thing about trust, isn't it, Terry? It sure is about trust. That's when I realized how loud the words were. I think it was probably the first time my angels always talked to me, especially when I was in law enforcement. And, you know, I always followed my intuition. But it was the first time I heard words like that, mm -hmm. that were so loud and intense. The car didn't have airbag. So if I did, I mean, that was 31 years ago. Yeah. I did not have my seatbelt on. My banged up face would have been a lot worse. Uh -huh. But not having bags probably saved my daughter's life, even though she had contusions from the straps mm -hmm. she was fine but still it's like oh goodness our intuition is very very strong if we listen to it and it, and it is a muscle mm -hmm. i will say this intuition is a muscle that needs to be practiced for me it started with the audio i mean i was always clairsentient mm -hmm. but then the audio piece came in my very first book in 1998 on telephone skills it was called 1-800-CURTESY Connecting with a Winning Telephone Image, that book literally was downloaded with the angels. Mm. I was studying to be a Reiki master at the time, and it was 1996. Uh, the book contract landed in my lap in 1997, and I was studying to be a Reiki master with 12 other professional women. I was telling them how frustrated and scared I was to write this first book, and one of them said, why don't you just ask for a writing angel, a writing mm -hmm. guide? And mm -hmm. I went, oh, duh. And on the way home, I asked for a writing guide and Audra showed up. I would meet with her every morning at two, three o'clock in the morning, put my hands on the keyboard, bada bing, bada boom, out came this book. Mm -hmm. It's the same way, the way mine came out too. Exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't let me sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm getting woken up at two, three o'clock in the morning. Really? <laughs> I thought it was interesting what you brought up about your first book. And yes. I'd love to know... How does the intuitive blend in with having a positive conversation? Well, when you're interacting with someone like you and I are, the intuitive is about what I call third-level listening. It's about when you sit down 
and you have the conversation, does the phone ring at a specific point in time? Does the computer go off at a specific point in time? You know, what is happening? And oftentimes I'll look out and I'll see a specific kind of bird which has a specific meaning and I take that and integrate it into the conversation. Or I'll be walking on my phone. I'm not, I'm not walking on my phone. I'm walking and, and having a conversation with my headset in. I'm walking around the block and I'll see something and it triggers intuitively the next question. So it puts me into a position as a coach where I can ask open-ended questions and be guided by what is going on around me and by the words that I hear and how I feel. Somebody may say something and all of a sudden my gut is like, oh, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. So I will put out a question in an open-ended format that I get some feedback on from the person I'm interacting with. I can tell whether I'm supposed to continue along in that vein based on how my body feels. Did that gut thing, is it still there? Is it lessened? Is it getting better? Sometimes I get a pain somewhere, pain in my shoulder. And what I find is because I tend to be empathic, I'll often pick up the pain in the person I'm interacting with and they could be 3,000 miles away. Mm -hmm. So that's all part of being intuitive is in using your body and using what is outside of you. And that's third level listening. So you're integrating both your inner world with your outer world. Wow. Terry, you are an absolutely amazing woman. I just, I love chatting with you and I'd love to have you back on the show. Isn't it amazing how fast this goes? <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. So do you have any parting thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners? Always listen to your heart. Always listen to your heart. If your heart keeps saying to do something, take the leap. Trust mm -hmm. it. Do it. Awesome. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for being with me today, Terry. I just absolutely love being in your company. And likewise. We have a lot of fun every time yes. we're together. Yes, we do. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I really, really appreciate it. And I... Terry, I want you to tell them how they could reach out to you, or do you have a little gift for them? I do. They can reach me at www.intuitiveleadership.com, and they can download a tool that I use to help folk reduce their stress levels, and they can go to quickshiftzone.com. Quickshiftzone.com zone.com that sounds yeah. like a whole different show it is <laughs> it is oh my gosh well thank you so much that's www.intuitiveleadership.com and there you can connect with terry wellman and she will help you get on track intuitively as a leader see you next week bye-bye have a wonderful week that's it that was fun Thank you for joining us on Ascended Masters at Work Radio. We hope you've gained insights that will change the way you do business, generate a consistent income, and provide a new enlightened path toward financial freedom and designing the lifestyle of your dreams. And if you simply can't wait to purchase Shirlene's book, Selling Through Your Heart, empowering you to build relationships for financial freedom at sellingthroughyourheart.com. <laughs>